to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. I am the spirit of the goat. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne Brady Simone. Who are you? I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. Yes, you are. And we're back uh, with a, a, a spoiler party, Spoilers! as we like to call them. A very serial, very, very serial. serial. We're taking it very serial. Cereal. Spoiler party uh, here at our usual time, Tuesdays, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. With our chat, uh, right now we have Wynn and Bobby, but we're hopeful some more Gothamites might show up here eventually. Where are you guys? Uh, but we're here, we're here to talk about all of the uh, the news from Comic-Con, all oh, the casting Comic-Con. news, is what and also <laughs> what the DC are... Cinematic Universe news. Because a couple so trailers much, dropped this weekend. So much awesomeness. Yeah, so excited about about what's going on. I know, I know at least one person in our chat isn't so much, but that's okay. That's we'll okay. forgive them this time. We accept all kinds around here, even people who don't like Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. <laughs> you, that probably hurt a little bit, huh? Yeah. Okay, but we we did have a couple things we wanted to mention uh, here right up at the top uh, before we get started. Uh, Amory, uh, well, actually, no, uh, you got to take the first one. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take the first one. We just wanted to let you guys know we have been doing a lot of the commentaries and everything for the past couple uh, several weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may we, have noticed. Uh, we we I think we have almost uh, the first ten episodes of Gotham That's commentized. Commentized. I guess they're commentarized. Okay. Commentarized. Uh, but we're actually go- we're going to be back next week for another uh, normal episode here yes. Tuesday. 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. We're going to be talking uh, Tim Burton's original Batman film, as well as some uh, DC uh, Cinematic Universe stuff with a very special guest. Now, uh, if uh, you you, uh, you might have heard of this person uh, from, uh, say, The 100 or Once Upon a Time. You may have been told to... Pour one out for him. Pour one out for this guy, possibly. Possibly. Uh, Pour one out for him. Yes, our our guest is going to be uh, the famous actor uh, Jared Joseph, uh, right here. Yeah. And like I said, you might know him. He was Gus Gus slash Billy the Mechanic on Once Upon a Time. He played, uh, let's see, uh, Wilson Corvo on the show Mistresses, uh, which I'm not familiar with. Jimmy on Wayward Pines and Nathan Miller on the first two seasons of The 100. I guess a pretty popular character, but uh, he came to us through our Once Upon a Time podcast. Yes, when we we basically harassed him on twitter until he sent us a voicemail yeah and uh he, he's become sort of my twitter buddy and uh he 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 was wanting to talk some batman because he loves the batman so uh we're gonna talk burton's batman which we've been meaning to do and we, uh, we really have for like a year and uh get a new perspective on some of the stuff we're talking about tonight too with the dc cinematic uh universe stuff mm. Okay, and let's see here. This this next one now. Uh, some people have have floated out the idea to us of having uh, forums or something like that, mm-hmm. some official sort of forums. And well, I don't want to necessarily uh, put that on our servers or anything like mm-hmm. that. Oh wait, hold on. I put it put it in the wrong address here. Did uh, you put it in the wrong dress. The, the wrong address. Oh, um, makes much more sense than dresses. But uh, is, mm-hmm. there's been uh, some internet controversy the past couple of weeks. Reddit, uh, who, which is a big uh, social news aggregation site mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. Thing. 
they've kind of been going downhill. They've been losing a lot of people, uh, mm-hmm. both in the administration and users and stuff like that. A lot of people have been going over to a site called Vote, uh, V-O-A-T dot C-O. And I, I went ahead and I claimed the Gotham uh, sub-universe or, or – Subverse. Or forum or whatever over there. And it's Vote.co, uh, V-O-A-T dot C-O uh, slash V slash Gotham. And this is going to function as basically I, I think our – since I'm in charge of it, I, I own it and everything. <laughs> and Amory is going to be a mod as soon as Eventually. we get all that figured out. This will be our de facto uh, forums. And so we've went ahead and uh, linked it uh, also up at the top of the page at legendsofgotham.com. Oh, uh, oh, good. Yeah, so if you guys want to talk Gotham news or, or whatever. If you just, have something to share, yeah, share it there. Go ahead sign up uh, for an account on Vote, and uh, we'll see you over there hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. And Amory, we had one more little piece of One more little piece. Before we get started with all the spoilers spoilers um you may remember a few months ago we did a big uh fundraiser with the rest of our dc tv podcast friends i remember that i i do too um we actually had our listeners uh bobby and rebecca on and you know there were prizes for some of those donations that people gave us definitely um but we're having trouble getting a hold of the people (laughs) who won (laughs) yeah so um Rebecca Johnson, um, Supergirl Radio, she was actually on our part of the um, fundraiser, has made a little video announcing all the winners and their prizes um, that we're going to play at the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about five minutes, but it's fun. We just didn't want yeah, to so squeeze it, it in here at the top. Yeah, if you did, a, if you donated at all, go ahead and uh, check because check. you might have won some. I think she has some autographs. She mm-hmm. has some comics. There's a bunch of cool stuff, and she's like, I can't find anybody to give these to. So uh, Michael Lucero just jumped in the chat and said, "Is this the chat room for Legends of Dawson, my favorite Dawson's <laughs> Creek podcast?" Definitely, Michael Lucero. I love Michael Lucero. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but okay, I guess we'll go ahead and get started with all, with uh, the spoiler party then. Yes. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff going on uh, th- this past week at, at Comic-Con at SDCC 2015. 15, yes. uh, and uh, first, uh, the first thing we have up, and by the way, we'll have links to all of these in the show notes at legendsofgotham.com, uh, legendsofgotham.com. <laughs> Uh, uh, first up is an interview with uh, executive producer John Stevens, who uh, it was really cool. A friend of the show, yeah, de- friend of the show. Uh, we're going to have him on before uh, before so the season starts off. Yeah, uh, definitely. It, it'll be fun to talk with him too. It'd be really cool to talk with him. Uh, but but he had a lot of stuff. Uh, he he talked about uh, in this interview from a EW. Uh, first and foremost, I said this is the thing you're most excited yeah, about the it, entire is, thing. Yeah, is that uh, they're going to be changing up the format a little bit of the show uh, in, in the next season here as i mean the reason we started doing the podcast for the show is because i like batman and amory like procedurals <laughs> uh so of course they're they're changing from a procedural format let me just correct i don't necessarily just like procedurals i like cop shows i like cop shows i don't mm. watch nearly as many as i used to but i like a good cop show yeah but they uh, john stevens says they're moving to a more serialized format which, which sorry go ahead. Oh, oh no i was gonna say which uh i i would say probably the spirit of the goat or not the spirit of the goat no. the, the ogre three-parter right i that probably would give you a good indication of the kind of pacing and stuff they're going to be doing for for this season and mm-hmm. everything so mm-hmm. but what were you going to say Amory? um that <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly that. So what else was in the uh, in the interview here? Um, let's see. Um, he was asked, um, you mentioned the killing joke, so you'll bring in the Joker. And his response was, he's the crown jewel of the Batman villains. He will be brought in with great care and a lot of thought. Mm. So basically, they're not just throwing him in there for ratings. Yeah. They're really like they're taking their time with this. They're going they're gonna do it right. They're not gonna just put a joker out there to put a joker out there. Like There's I, other jokers we don't need. I, oh, oh by the way, when in the chat room says she's happy about the changing from serial uh versus the old formula. I, I I'm kind of excited about it myself, just because that's that's a format that's so ingrained in comic books. Yeah. You know, because it's a monthly comic book, so it's obviously serialized right. serialized. But uh, as far as the Joker, like I I'm kind of wondering why they're still hemming and hawing about like, is he the Joker? Isn't he the Joker with Jerome? Because right. I mean it, it seems pretty clear to me. It seems very clear to mm. pretty much everyone. Yeah. But I think that's laying all their cards out. That's that's playing their hand on the table. Mm. Yeah. If they're just like, no, he's the Joker now. Mm. Um, is it? No, it's in a later article. But they basically say they're focusing on the Joker the first half. Yeah. Or early episodes. So for all we know, I don't mm. think he's going to be a focus focus of the whole um, season. Well, see, I, I kind of I, I read somewhere. I, it might have been from John Stevens in another article or something that, yes, the Joker is going to be a main focus, but they're also going to be pushing up the Riddler a little bit. I did see that, yeah. To have them kind of competing, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there was a lot of that mentioned. Mm -hmm. We have like a bazillion articles here today, (laughs) so we're getting a little confused. Um, Here, let's go for what else we have from John Stevens' interview. Um, Oh, by the way, I'm I'm drinking my... my uh, hooch off of the back of uh, Maroni's truck out of this glittery Superman coffee mug that was given to me by Holy Bat Pastor. Thank you, Joe. Very much appreciated. I'm just drinking Sam Adams Summer Ale out of a bottle because I'm classy. Because it's a spoiler party. Because <laughs> it's to drink a spoiler party. You have to have a beverage. <laughs> um... So let's see some other things from that article. Um, John says, well, I will say uh, David is without a doubt the best actor ever to play the part of Bruce Wayne. Without doubt, including the people who played Batman. He is a genuine prodigy of an actor, as you will see on screen. Frankly, before David was cast, I was ambivalent about how much we would use Bruce Wayne in the series. Oh, yeah. That is major props for a 14-year-old boy. Oh, definitely. And, and <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's a great Bruce Wayne. He's an amazing sure. – and but, you can tell that it's a lot of acting. Sorry, I'm just going to keep cutting you off tonight. Oh, no, um, because anytime you see like them as a large group, he's a 14-year-old boy. Yeah. Like you can – I mean he was, what, in a t-shirt and like a shirt over top. He you know, had the boy costume on basically. Mm-hmm. And then when you see him on screen, he's – polished and on point and you know he's that's not a character easy. almost <laughs> but the fact that he's pulling it off so well you don't mm-hmm. see much of that you don't see much of david in bruce mm-hmm. so, sorry oh no it's fine and i i definitely agree that he's definitely one of the best people to ever play bruce wayne for sure I, like i i almost and we'll get into this a little bit later i almost mm-hmm. think ben affleck might might have him beat out affleck <laughs> Ben Affleck Affleck reminded me so much of like the Batman, the animated series, Bruce Wayne in that trailer that we'll we'll be talking about in a few. Yeah, has the jaw. Definitely, definitely. But do you want to take the last one? Yeah. And uh, to wrap up this interview with John here, it says uh, one of the great things about the Batman world is uh, the characters have no superpowers. Nobody flies or leaps over buildings. You start with psychology, and that's where we, we build from, which is cool. But I, I, at the same time, you know, there are villains in the Batman's universe that have supernatural abilities. But maybe those aren't the ones we're exploring. Yeah. And if we are exploring those characters, maybe it's not actually a superpower. Maybe it's... 
it's a genetic mutation from a chemical. Mm -hmm. They're not letting anybody... We're not having Superman, okay? Well, I I mean, they do have, like, uh, characters like Ivy Pepper in play, too. But we don't know what she's doing yet. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's just shown up, been crazy, and had a twitch. Yeah, and and (laughs) actually, there's another villain that they've announced that we'll get to a little bit later Uh uh, that uh, has some supernatural abilities, too. By the way, if you're not familiar with our spoiler parties, I I figure I'd point this out. They they tend to get more spoilery as we go along. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I even because I Emery put the doc together today, and I, I went and checked, and it, it really does like that. Yeah, so. awesome. Our, our usual thing. Our usual. Okay, yeah, another. Then, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna introduce. Okay, another interview that we have is um, IGN interviewed uh, Ben, Robin, and Bruno um, while they were at Comic Con, um, and we just we. Pl- we're gonna have the um link in the show notes but some of the things that we pulled out from it um robin lord taylor said basically when we okay okay turns out a little bit um when we pick up oswald's living his dream his dream has come true and it's so easy for him to play because having this character is basically robin's dream come true Mm -hmm. which you can see in every interview and every interaction of him at comic-con he's literally like when you watch um, the Comic Con panel, everybody walks casually, and then it's Robin Lord Taylor. He's like, "I'm here!" He's so excited. <laughs> he's to so be excited, him. and the, he's still he's wearing the the suits with the skinny ties. Like he is still like in character with slightly messier hair or something. <laughs> like there's that little bit of Robin peeking through, and mm-hmm. um, it's you can see that it's not hard for him to play this character because he's being this character right now, mm-hmm. you know, without the murder. Yeah, and I believe they also they, they also mentioned that uh, they, uh, this season's going to sh- have more grotesque villains mm-hmm. a, as anarchy starts to spread throughout the city. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have um, Jim is going to have to make a choice beyond what he thought he could do. Um, like, there's obviously going to continue to be the struggle for power, but Jim is going to have to make choices that are not necessarily as moral as his boy. Scout um, mm-hmm. persona may be or have been. Yeah. Um, you know, even at his worst, we're probably going to see something worse than that. Um, so, yeah, do you want to? I'm letting you take this last point because I have no idea who they are. Oh, no, go ahead and just say it okay. and, uh, <laughs> and then I'll pull up some pictures. Okay, uh, sure. Um, some other, uh, we don't have the casting. But some villains that they're bringing in are Flamingo and Firefly. Personally, it sounds like a trip to the zoo to me, but <laughs> Bill's got something. You may need to cut my camera and freeze in a little. Yeah, uh, Firefly is actually pretty cool. Uh, he he, he uh, basically, he wears this armored suit and he has a flamethrower. I, mm-hmm. I, I think he was, uh, he's in some versions of Batgirl's origin story. Interesting. I, and then we have the Flamingo here too, which I'm not terribly familiar with. I is think he, he just like in a pink suit? Oh, actually, no. <gasps> oh. He, he was in... Uh, uh, Grant Morrison's run on the on Batman. Yeah, he's he's a kind of a a bit of a dandy fop sort of, sort of character. Interesting. But but uh, yeah, he, he's fun, very flamboyant, like mm-hmm. ultra ultra flamboyant for <laughs> sure. Okay, let's see here. Uh, next up is uh, there there was a uh, around Comic Con over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there was a uh, some posters for Gotham up, which kind of a get, probably gives you a pretty good indication of where they're going uh, for for this season. And I'll, I'll show it here. Uh, to the people watching yeah it basically it has a it ha- hold on let me get it there we go yeah it has bruce wayne center with everyone else behind him the rest mm-hmm. of the regular cast members and then it says uh rise to destiny um, and it kind of almost looks like a bat the way the the picture's shaped oh. 
which is kind of cool too. Um, and it has heroes on one side, villains on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I Bruce actually, Wayne in the middle. Bruce Wayne in the middle. Um, I saw actually another version of this somewhere online, but I couldn't find it. I was like crazy searching all over. Um, I think it had uh, Ben McKenzie mm-hmm. um, in the Bruce Wayne spot. Like had them flipped, so it was a similar, similar, setup. similar. But I could not find it. Any like I saw it mm-hmm. during Comic Con, but I couldn't find it after. Yeah, but, but I love it. Yeah, definitely. And it's very cool that they're going to make Bruce Wayne such a focus. Like, I I know some people are disappointed in that, but the Bruce Alfred stuff is what we've Mm -hmm. always loved the most about the show. Yeah, we've really latched on to it. But some people, people, like, they have sort of a bias against kid actors or kid storylines with kids and stuff in it. But I I, I think he's a great actor, and I I can't wait to see what he does with it. He's an amazing actor, and really, it's not like he's a five-year-old complaining that somebody broke his crayons. So it's not exactly... Exactly. Like a kid. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he'd be charged as an adult for any crimes. Yeah. Just yeah. be honest. So. <laughs> yeah. And uh, next up here is uh, something we'll show real quick. It's just uh, they, they did. Yeah, they did a comic Comic-Con panel uh, this weekend. We'll hear a little bit uh, from Lauren Galloway, who was there. That's so amazing. Uh, in our feedback section in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Bobby says in the chat room, why aren't uh, Montoya and Allen on the poster? Because they're <sighs> fools. They're fools. No, Montoya and Allen, the showrunners. Yeah, yeah, the showrunners. Let us be specific on who are the fools. They need to bring those characters back. Seriously. Post-haste. Post-haste. I uh, know, but, but uh, in, in the thing is, uh, because there was, uh, there was a big DC TV panel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, by the way, if you were at Comic-Con, you might have seen our logo on the back of some t-shirts. Yes! Because uh, uh, our DC TV pals, Andy and Lauren and a couple other people, I think, were wearing DC TV yes, uh, podcast uh, group t-shirts. So that was us. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, because there was a big 20-minute panel for Supergirl and Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, all these shows that are interconnected that we don't watch at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gotham only got 16 minutes. We got cut by four minutes. The short but we shrift. had a super cool person at ours. Yeah, definitely. Uh, re- well, first of all, it, it, it was uh, Bruno Heller, Danny Cannon, the, the whole cast, John, uh, John Jeff- Stevens, and Jeff Johns. Which made you giddy like a little schoolboy. Yeah. who, who <laughs> uh, We also have some movie news for Jeff Johns coming up in a little bit. Uh, Jeff Johns, if you don't know, he's the chief creative officer DC. He's basically like the liaison guy who connects uh, all the comic book people with all the movie and TV people to make sure everything mashes up and is totally awesome. And goes the way it should go. Exactly. Exactly. I believe uh, Danny Cannon had an anecdote where uh, they sat down for like two or three days and like did like a timeline of the the Batman universe to figure out what villains they could use, which they couldn't, all that kind (gasps) of stuff. Oh, okay. See, that's awesome. I'd like to have been a fly on that Mm. wall because I like timelines. Um, I'm trying to find the thing Are you trying to find the thing? Yeah, right at the end, uh, they they had someone come up and... Ask a question. Let's see if this will play. Oh, wait. Nope. nope. You're too, it's too far. like a minute before the end. Without the spotlight. <laughs> oh, there. Thank you very much. I'm a huge fan of the show. I just wanted to start okay. off Ooh, pause by... Pause for a second. Oh. I- okay, so they were taking a couple questions from the audience, and you can see them uh, right there getting all excited and pointing to a guy who's like in a bright... Um, green shirt or something uh-huh. and then this happens it's a very bright t-shirt you have yeah. you could be seen oh. without the spotlight <laughs> yeah. thank you very much i'm a huge fan of the show i just wanted to start off by saying oh my question oh, oh. Oh. there he is there it is can we have a security Big fan of your work oh. hey how high is your pain tolerance <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 
Nice. Yes, uh, Jerome uh, himself, Cameron Monaghan. I, I think I think that's how you pronounce Monahan? it. Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah. Yeah, I think Monaghan. Yeah, um, but he 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 had a surprise appearance there. In, in the I place. actually think it surprised the cast too. I don't think they knew mm-hmm. just by the way they reacted. Uh huh. Um, because they were like, ah. Yeah, and then that Ben guy. McKenzie just jumps up on his feet and he's like, hey, stop. I'll get you, Jerome. You have not seen the last of me. I am the spirit of Gordon. <laughs> That's a call <laughs> forward to a, a commentary we have coming up in a couple of weeks we already recorded. There was a lot of, I am the spirit of the goat. Uh, but no, like, it, it, it's worth it to go in and check out. Uh, the, and there was also a moment where uh, one uh, a, a little boy comes up and asks a question. And the first Ooh. thing he asks Cacker or says to Cat Girl, Cameron, uh, Cam- another Cameron. Yes. Uh, spelled differently. Yes. Uh, you know, that I have this huge crush on you. And she just like blushes. And, like, she blushes, oh. hides and says, thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> it was hilarious. It so. was because you can tell she actually is pretty bashful when mm-hmm. it's not her her role or her dancing or something she's yeah. just sort of always like hi i'm in pretty close yeah she does a lot of stuff with her dancing i'm actually subscribed to her on youtube and uh, she, she's a fun following she's YouTube. amazing she, she does like these ask cameron videos and stuff oh like does that. she yeah i yeah. need to look at some of them i'm entertained okay. so now we, we have some villains coming up here that are coming up in season two uh first this guy this weird looking guy who's this amory this guy is dustin Bara, I don't ever know how to pronounce with the Y in the front. Um, he has been cast as Robert Greenwood. Um, Which I don't think is a character from the show, or from the comics. Right um, I'm not sure, but he's a cannibal. Yes. So... So we've got that. Um, however, this is a far, far cry from the things that he has done in the past. Let's see. He was in Hop, <laughs> the animated bunny movie. Nice. Um, Ted, Ted 2. Ted 2. I'm um, not sure what Us and Them was. The Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. Californication. Um, yeah, I think he's a comedian. Yeah, so. he he has a comedian look about him. Definitely, definitely. So that should be interesting. But you know, a cannibal on season two, that'll be fun, right? A cannibal, yes. The cannibals. The cannibals. The cannibals. Okay, and next up here, let's see what do we have next here. Oh, I think you're no, you're good. You're um, good. I oh, I, I've been I've been stuttering. You might need to. Yeah, cut let's me. see here. Uh, Jessica Lucas, who recently wrapped a ru- up a run on Fox's Grace Point, has mm-hmm. landed the season two role of Tabitha Gallagher. Van, aka uh, the Tigress. Tigress. Uh, so so uh, we're going to get uh, the Tigress. Let, let me go ahead. It and... looks like she's on the first nine episodes too. Yeah. Well, I get. I think her and the guy playing her brother are kind of, are kind of series regulars. Like they're going to be constant. They're going to be. They're, they're sort of be taking like the, the new fish. penguin or the new fish. You know, kind of like that that boiling yes. threat throughout the season. They have him cast as her brother. Huh. Yeah, but uh, Ty- Tigress is a, a Batman villain. She kind kind of just. Kind of a tiger-themed uh, female villain, assassin sort of thing. Interesting. Ah, uh, hmm. What's that? Okay, so the guy that they have cast as Theo. I'm assuming yeah, her that, brother. That's the brother. Yeah, they her brother kind of, is they being played by James Frain. Um, he's also been on Agent Carter, Orphan Black, True Detective, mm-hmm. which, um, which is why I'm a little questionable. But I mean, he's listed for ten episodes. He must just have like smaller yeah. parts because um, he's on shows that are still on. Well, True Detective. True Detective is kind of an, an anthology sh- show. They mm. do one season and then they reboot the show. Oh, basically. it's one of those. Yeah. Okay, so. um, I just questioned because Orphan mm. Black and yeah, who do you play on Orphan Black here? Ferdinand. Ferdinand. I haven't watched. Orphan that Black. might. Oh, that's from the new season. I haven't seen the new season yet. Uh, so, I, which I've is then though it. the question was like why because new shows anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that guy. Who else? We got some more casting. More no. casting here. Nope, just more statements. I think those were our only major. 
casting casting mm-hmm. statements. Um, let's see. Then we had this article from LatinPost.com. Latin Post. I'm trying to pull it up here. We'll go ahead and talk pull about it. Up. A bit. Sure. Um, some things we learned from it. Um, definitely going to get more um, Lucius Fox, um, which is very good. Which yeah, is very yeah, good. I, I know actually, that made you happy. Yeah, he's he's actually been tweeting uh, that you know he 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 did his first uh, couple days of work over the past couple days, and they mm. he, he uh, had a tweeted a picture of him and Sean Pertwee. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Um, let's see. The Joker origin will be the beginning of the season, which is what we talked about earlier. We will be getting Mr. Freeze. Um, mm-hmm. And we are going to get a focus on the transformation from Bruce to Bat. Very nice. Which is going to be fun. That has me very excited. Seeing as how all of the writers are down in the cave alone with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Sean Pertwee uh, said, too, I think I think in that panel that uh, they're, they're calling themselves Team Good Guys. <laughs> yes. Team Good Guys. Team Good Guys. And they, it's going to be a much more adult relationship between between him and Bruce too, good and more of a, like the partnership that we see in later in the comics and everything. Right, Master Bruce, don't take that hussy to that ball. I, I'm very excited for Mister Freeze, though. That's a good character. Mm. Like that character uh, moved uh, Batman the Animated Series from a cartoon show about Batman to like it, it won Emmys. Really? Yeah, it, it's a okay. very good episode. Bear uh, with me. The mm. only picture in my head I have of Mister Freeze wasn't it Arnold? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I, I didn't actually see that movie. Yeah, but that's my picture is is Arnold as Mister Freeze, and I just I have issues with that. Why don't you cool off, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> we should never ever. Have, no, no, no. Wait, have ice day, Batman. These are like actual lines from the Batman. <laughs> have movie. an ice day. We'll watch it sometime. It, it's it's pretty bad. That's awesome. Pretty bad. So yeah, no, and yeah, and we have even more Bat villains coming. There is, I mean, the fact that this is being moved to being serial mm-hmm. versus procedural is kind of crazy with how many villains. Like, they're not kidding when they're talking about everybody's rising. Yeah. Um, well, if you were one of those people that complained that they had too many villains in season one, eh, you're going to have more complaints You're going to really be two. complaining now because sure. now we are going to have uh, Mad Hatter and Clayface. Two of my favorites. Two of two your of favorites. favorites. See, yeah. uh, Clayface and Mad Hatter are both villains we're going to bring in. In. They both have great backstories and great personalities. Clayface, especially, is a character I want to explore. Yeah, uh, and Clayface, um, he there's been several different Clayfaces in the comics. Uh, mm. The the one I'm most familiar with actually is probably from Batman the Animated Series, which was adapted from the comic book origin. Basically, he's an actor uh-huh. who uh, he has a special makeup that will help. It makes his face malle- malleable, uh-huh. so he can uh, kind of uh, reshape Change his it. face, and he. He uh, he upset a mobster. I think it might be Falcone even uh, in, in Batman the Animated Series, and they they give him too much of this stuff, oh. and it turns him into this big gelatinous blob who can tran- who can basically transform to look like anybody, and he can also use it as kind of a weapon, like he could shoot like the the clay at you or whatever and then mad hatter he's basically he was a a psychologist i believe who developed a mind control technology that he puts in hats and he also had a he had he had a thing for alice in wonderland in in the animated series the in the animated series he fell in love with a uh, his secretary i think whose name was alice and in order to win her he kind of adapted this alice in wonderland motif and he's he's a good villain actually one of my favorite probably my favorite uh batman the animated series episode was the mad hatter 
Hatter episode. Mm. It oh, might have been called uh, Perchance to Dream. I, mm. I could have that wrong, but basically it, it just starts out. You don't know the, who the villain is or anything. It's just following Bruce Wayne along on his day. And then you're like, oh, his parents are alive. And he's like, what? Why are my parents alive? <laughs> oh, he's he's engaged to Catwoman. What? what? I'm engaged to Catwoman. And then he, he starts, he's like, well, maybe I imagined the whole parents dying and everything. And, and then he opens up a book and it's all a jumble of letters. And he remembers that a different side of your brain controls dreaming than controls uh... reading. So then he realizes he's in a dream and it's Mad Hatter who's put him there. Interesting. But uh, you were going to laugh. You were about to laugh at something. Um, Bobby said there's a YouTube video of Arnold as Mr. Freeze signing Let It Go. And then he put in a link and it's taking everything in my power not to click it. I will. I, I will. Uh, <gasps> yeah, Just a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, you're frozen there, aren't you? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, you're uh, back. I'm stuttering, so just be careful with it. Okay. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. <laughs> Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of ice. Okay, well, we don't want to get busted by Disney, so we'll go ahead and uh, throw that down there. But I will put that in the show notes, Bobby. That is amazing. That is Absolutely fantastic. amazing. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Here, I'm going to go ahead and put that in the show notes. He also said he loved Clayface from the animated series. Yes, uh, Clayface from the animated series is a great character. And uh, they they even said something about that too, didn't they? They said uh, Clayface and Mad Hatter. Oh, you already read that. I I, I already read that. You already read that. Sorry. I'm kind of like hyper and really excited about this stuff tonight. So Mm -hmm. I'm like way on top of it. Well, it's Gotham. We haven't got to talk Gotham forever. I know. We really haven't because we've been trying not to talk about it to each Mm -hmm. other. Definitely. Okay. Well, uh, you know what? We've been going for what about half, half an hour, an hour. I, I i think it's about time to look at this, this joker. joker everybody look, look at this joker but the joke's on the you <laughs> <laughs> yes look at that joker this is when we look at a uh, jokers this joker in particular now we don't have any episode to cover here like we've been doing the entire first season from the awkward comedian to uh uh laszlo, laszlo and all down through, and we, we tracked the Joker really hard until uh, Cameron slash Jerome showed up, and we kind <laughs> well, of like, left off a little it. bit. But there are a couple Jokers to look at tonight, including Jerome, because uh, uh, Cameron Monahan tweeted out this picture here uh, on Instagram. Yes. Tweet- yeah, tweeted out uh, through Instagram uh, right before <laughs> uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which... I'm guessing this is a, this this is an official production still yeah. of a Jerome standing in front of for like a mugshot and he's like who Whatever. me he's just like shrug who me I did it I um, oh uh, Michael Lucero says in the chat room he wishes they'd make up some original villains they did the ogre which was kind of an original they did villain. the ogre they did fish Mooney mm-hmm. um, I'm sure we're gonna get, with how many we already have I'm sure we're gonna get at least one or two more yeah this I, season. I believe we actually have a, a, a an original costume villain that we're gonna get in the first couple episodes that we're, we'll be talking about a bit later okay uh, but yeah, th- this picture looks pretty good. It's uh, but I mean, it's ba- just basic him just standing there like, huh? Huh? yeah, I'm Jerome, I'm Jerome, <laughs> I'm Jerome. But then there's that other Joker. Yes, uh, this Joker is much more exciting, and that is uh, Jared Leto as the Joker in Suicide Squad, which Squeal. we're very excited <gasps> about. Work, make it bigger. Have them. Make, make it bigger. bigger. The horse. The can horse. I make it bigger? Oh, I guess not. I can't make it bigger. I guess I can zoom in here. There we go. Nope. Oh. Hi, Cameron. Yes, but I'm very excited for Suicide Squad. If you don't know what Suicide Squad is, it's then basically... Then you're just like me. 
it's it's kind of a Seven Samurai or something. I I think that's the right reference. But it's basically a group of DC villains that they recruit uh, to take care of something. That something is a big question mark right now. Uh, You know, for the good guys. And they're like, if you do this good thing, we'll let let you go. You you don't have to be in jail anymore. DC villains. And it includes Harley Quinn, uh, uh, played by... uh, Margot Robbie, I think. Uh, uh, Will Smith is playing uh, Dead Deadpool. Dead Deadshot. Deadshot. There's Deadpool's that movie. Yeah, Deadpool's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And uh, most uh, relevant to this conversation, Jared Leto's playing the Joker. <gasps> Harley. Harley. Yeah, there's Harley right Harley. there doing her Cirque du Soleil thing. So creepy sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the tattooed man is also on their katana. Uh, the Enchantress. Uh, okay. These are a lot of uh, Can you villains. do me a favor and point them out? Because I don't know. Well, that was Will Smith back there. That was this Will is Smith? Harley Quinn. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Killer Croc. He's I've... a big Batman villain. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and there's Amanda Waller, uh, who's uh, in charge of the whole Suicide Squad thing. Okay. But no, it, it, Sorry, I just don't know any of these villains. Literally, all I know let's go ahead and is get Harley the, and Joker. Let's go ahead and get to the good <gasps> thing. Hi. There's that show. Oh, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you. Really, really bad. Super creepy. Super Super creepy. amazing. No, but I, I, I love uh, Jared Leto. I've loved him since uh, since my so-called life days. Definitely. Yes, yes. As a Jordan Catalano. And he played, oh. he, he played a guy who was like super charismatic and a little creepy in that too. Mm-hmm. I, now, I, I, know that, uh, I, I know that a lot of people are having issues with like the tattoos or the grill or whatever. But I think, I think what, what's going on in Superman Batman kind of sheds some light on why the Joker is so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you might expect from the comics. Although I, I will say that there's been I, I, I've been tracking this film because I'm super excited about it, uh-huh. and uh, there are a bunch of scenes with the Joker in a more traditional costume, more mm-hmm. traditional role, probably some flashbacks and stuff like mm-hmm. that too. So you, in, I mean, uh, you don't really get to see it in this trailer, but like there's been some video videos from the set leaked and stuff, and Leto has the physicality of the Joker yeah. down. Like it, it, it felt like watching Mark Hamill's Joker from Batman. Man, the animated series move around right so it, 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 it i i think he's gonna do okay our chat room however does not agree with us oh they don't they what, do what not they let's see uh bobby says the more he sees leto as the joker the less he wants to see uh mm. the, his appearance makes no sense to me well bill just covered that um when says not sure i can get into suicide squad why would i root for any of these people regardless of their task conflicted mm. um Michael Lucero says, you raise a good point, though. If these villains are something Gordon and Bullock can deal with, what? Wait, oh, oh, oh that, that wrong was one. That went to, to that was other things. Um, he also says he knows nothing about Suicide Squad anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby, the song choice reminds me of the songs from Maleficent or Avengers 2. And, and I, I would say, I would say to win, 
I, I, good point on the psalm, Bobby. Uh, but I, I, I would say to, to win as far as like, uh, why should I care about these people? I, mm-hmm. I think it's just it, it's just kind of a fun romp. It, it's yeah. uh, it, it's a bit of a just kind of like a, it's almost like a, a heist movie, like in Ocean's Eleven. Those are all bad yes. guys, but they work so well together and they play so, so well together that it, it's fun and it's dynamic. It, it's and it's a, a bunch of characters thrown into a situation working towards a goal, which you know is the basis for a lot of great. Movies. But they really could turn on each other at any moment. Exactly. Type of deal. And also, I, I think if it, nothing else, it's going to reveal a lot of the DC Cinematic Universe, even more so than Batman Superman, because there'll they'll be room to do so. You know, it'll reveal a lot of that texture to it. But. Um, I also think, um, like, it's kind of that... You know, humor me. Every girl sort of has a little bad boy thing, mm-hmm. and then you, this is what you get with that. And I don't know, there's something even about like the women in it, like sometimes you just want to root for the bad guy. Like you don't always want the good guy to win. Yeah. It's, it's different. Mm -hmm. It's not expected. It's not Disney. Yeah. I will (laughs) say. For lack of a better. uh, I I will say that while the Joker and Harley's relationship is, is not healthy. And if you're in a relationship. No, not by any stretch of the imagination. If you're in a relationship that resembles it at all. Run. run, Get out of it immediately. But it, from a dramatic perspective, it's very interesting. Yes. Because there, there's a bit of that uh, Stockholm Syndrome that we right. get a lot about. And there, there's also the, kind of that dynamic, like you were saying, like girls like bad boys, even when, you know. You know you shouldn't. You they know crack th- them across the face and stuff. They still stay for there, some reason. There's just something about a bad mm. boy. Like. And it, so it, it's an interesting uh, dynamic to address. And it, actually, like, I, I'm very excited that they're kind of sticking with that in this mm-hmm. movie because they, they've really been kind of, a, as part of their whole initiative pushing their female characters to the forefront for kids and stuff they've been kind of neutering harley quinn a lot because she she i i mean she's in a in a in an abusive manipulative relationship with the joker but she she has a very sharp edge to her too right. i mean there's a reason they're together they're both they're both cracked yeah it's kind of like sid and nancy almost you know yeah uh, the punk rock duo the punk rock duo um, mm. nope. I don't know what I was Yeah, and Wynn says, a good point, Bill. Heist just isn't one of my favorite formulas. Uh, yeah. I agree with that, When I, I don't like heist movies that much, but this has comic book supervillains <laughs> in it, so I'm kind of... Okay, okay maybe what fun. it is... Okay, here's what I was going to say. This and the next trailer we're going to do, mm-hmm. um, I like how dark they are, mm-hmm. which is weird. I'm not always... I tend to like the fluffy. I yeah. tend to not like <laughs> the dark. Excuse me. Um, stop it. Um, don't you Maroni and your magic Maroni's juice. <laughs> um... But I'm kind of liking how dark and serious, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just the fact that all the Avengers stuff is all over the place, and you know, yeah. I tell my children to assemble. Like it's not, <laughs> it's it's fluffy. It feels mm-hmm. like I haven't seen them. Please don't, you know. I I have. You're not far off. But that's the thing. They, they just feel mm-hmm. even when they're having their dark scenes or whatever. I feel like we get more of a slate gray or blue shade. Like this is what I picture. Yeah, is more silvers and stuff like that. This you are getting black. You are getting charcoal. You are mm-hmm. getting navy. Like you're getting the darkness. Uh-huh. Um, you know, sorry guys, the world's not fluffy, full of rainbows and unicorns. Well, and yeah, that that's one of the reasons I've kind of cooled off the, on the Marvel movies and haven't been watching them as much is because a lot lo- they're a lot of them are, they're very morally sim- simplistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're you know these are the, the good guys. These are the bad guys. 
they fight, and then the good guys come out on top. But the good guys are working for the government, but they're anti-government. It's, yeah, it's weird. it doesn't make sense. And, and also, like, I, I think a lot of the more recent efforts, like the, the original Iron Man movies and stuff were kind of like mm-hmm. Iron Man and the original Captain America and a couple of the other ones. They were a very kind of unique movies, and they didn't follow, like, A to B to C mm-hmm. like you would expect. But the later efforts, like... Uh, Avengers was good, but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, felt very much like kind of like a, a Shrek level of plot oh. simplicity. Like I oh call my. it Shrek with aliens. They even had like the the pop song dance off with the cartoon character oh, I at the you end. Telling me that, ew. Yeah, uh, and. I can't. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I just think uh, DC is trying to... Th- the reason I, I love comics into my adulthood is because I found comics that told mature stories mm-hmm. that, that were at my level as I grew up. Like, comics kind of grew up with me, or at least I found the comics that... Grew, support- that were more adult as you became more adult. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like Marvel is making movies for that 14-year-old mm-hmm. still. Uh, that, the 14-year-old the- who can spend all the money because mommy and daddy just give it to them? Yeah, or the 14-year-old who can spend all the money because they're not 14 years old anymore and they have a big boy job and they have no yeah. big expenses to kind of throw at it. <laughs> I, where, where, you know, I, DC is kind of making more superhero movies for adults. Yeah. Uh, but there was something in the chat. Bobby's yelling at me. He says, I will not let this devolve into Marvel versus DC. But <laughs> if you want dark, check out Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wynn says, I flipped to the light side lately. I'm really excited about the new Fantastic Four as it was the comic I read as a little girl. Oh, yeah. I'm actually, uh, as far as like Marvel uh, movies with Marvel characters, I'm really excited about the new Fantastic Four. Like, I think it looks really good and very much like the comics, especially mm-hmm. Ultimate Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about uh, X-Men Apocalypse too really I, yeah i saw the it, like first i'm sorry i've never ever ever heard you say i'm really excited about x-men anything well the thing is is <laughs> I, I i've never really dug the x-men cartoons i've never really dug the x-men comics like i've never i even grant morrison's x-men mm-hmm. i couldn't get into right but i've always really loved the movies uh from brian singer's first one back in 2000 on except for x3 was pretty weak i but it, you know so i'm really excited about that what that one too mm-hmm. and I, I was enjoying the amazing spider-man movies but obviously they're they not rebooted doing again anymore. see okay i enjoyed the spider-man movies i like the first iron man i'm not a comic person i'm really just trying i'm just mm. getting into it and i actually was just thinking to myself i need to have him tell me some things to watch before or to read before suicide squad um uh, maybe first fi- finish watching man of steel you still have to do the last big <laughs> battle scene. But speaking of Man of Steel, uh, the, the, the de facto sequel to Man of Steel, I guess Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, they released a trailer for that this weekend, too. Yes. Uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, play that a little bit and talk <clears throat> about it. But yeah, we've wa- both Today. watched this a million times. Yeah. And it- I'm just so excited because, you know, you see uh, here with the protesters at the beginning, like mm-hmm. Superman, the, God hates aliens and all that kind of stuff. Like, right. these are themes that, that were introduced in to the Superman comic books and have been part of some of the best Superman stories uh-huh. uh, in, in the past 30 or 40 years back in the 70s by a writer named Elliot S. Magan. Batfleck! Batfleck! Falling building, running towards the building. No, but he looks just like Bruce Wayne here. Yeah. Like, for sure. But I'm just so excited to see these film themes addressed in a Superman film because, like I said, they, they've been integral to the character since... It, it was a, a story in the 70s called Must There Be a Superman, mm-hmm. where basically the Guardians, uh, the Green Lantern, Green Lantern's bosses, yeah. they abduct Superman, take him to Oa, and they're like, hey, you know, you're doing a lot of good work there on Earth, but don't you think you might be holding humanity back a little bit? And then they just send him back to, like, 
with that at the back of his mind every time he does something. Ew. Like, they, they give him a guilt complex about it. That's just awful. More or less. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely dealing with those kind of themes here. And it appears that uh, Batman... Uh, Wayne Industries building in Metropolis yes. uh, goes down in the final battle of Man of Steel. And so Bruce Wayne doesn't like Superman very much. No, he knocked down his building. Yeah, and so it seems like while the government's trying to be like, hey, Superman, let's get you on a leash or whatever, Batman's also like, hey, I should get back at that Superman guy. And then it almost seems like Lex Luthor is manipulating Batman into going into full-out war with yeah. Superman. And they, there's a Lex Luthor. Lex is creepy as Definitely. all heck. Played by a... Oh, I just blanked on his name. Jesse Eisenberg. I like, I don't know. Yeah, and there's Zod's body in Robin's suit with uh, the jokes on you, Batman's yes. on it. So this is a world where Robin has been killed by the Joker. Right. Which is one of the reasons I was saying earlier that uh, I, I, I think uh, Leto's different look for the Joker makes uh-huh. a lot of sense because you got to remember this is the Joker in a world where he's killed Robin and received Batman's retribution. Right. The reason he has the grill, that, I'm sure Batman beat the crap out of him. Yep. The reason he has the tattoos, he's probably been in jail since then. Right. Because, you know, he killed a kid. Yeah. Or at least probably a teenager or something like that. Yeah. But I, like, I, I'm, I'm just very excited to, because this is basically like... The, the neutral starting point DC comic book continuity for for Batman, where, you know, Joker killed Robin, and obviously Batman... Oh, and then we have Wonder here. Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman uh, looks like is going to be coming in during the final battle, too. But, uh, Does she have a mo- She has a movie coming, yeah, too, right? Yeah, she has a movie. Her, hers will be the next one after Suicide Squad, I believe. Okay, will Batman be Superman? The Red Capes are coming. Oh, he's so good, like a creepy old man. But, like, Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad both come out in 2016, correct? Yeah. So that means Wonder Woman's 2017? I think so, yeah. Okay. I don't have the... the I feel like I have this awesome music going on for my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have the full breakdown here or anything. But you, you as as a non-comic book fan, what did you think of the trailer overall, Amory? I know I've I've been sitting here geeking out for 20 minutes about it. Um, I'm really excited about it. Like... Again, it's really dark. But, um, no, I just, I, I don't know what to, I guess maybe I should have finished watching Man of Steel. But, um, good. <laughs> I'm excited for the Batfleck, but I've mm-hmm. been excited for him since, since they announced that he was going to be Batman. Like, yeah. that already was there. And then, um, the Wonder Woman is kind of cool to be pulling that in. Um, I don't know. I'm just I just want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited and you know like most of what I'm familiar with Superman and Batman are best buddies. They hate each other but they love each other type of yeah. deal. Which um, I'm sure is where we'll get to by the end I'm of the I'm sure movie. that's where we get to, sure. They'll be making out by the end of the movie. Guaranteed. That might be excessive, but um I uh, it's just such a different thing for me to see mm-hmm. for these characters so there's that yeah and I, I i definitely think uh with with the whole robin costume uh-huh. uh with the, the joker thing and everything i have a feeling that leto's gonna end up showing up in this movie too like maybe just at the end and maybe that'll lead into suicide squad yeah but what, uh, do we know oh hold on, i'm trying to pull up which comes out first we, we know that affleck is in suicide squad as Batman. and we know that joker is probably in batman vs superman 
Yeah, well, there hasn't been any confirmation on that. But, but they've I, strongly mm-hmm. hinted that it's possible. Plus, almost any time that Batman and Superman meet up for the first time, it's Lex Luthor and the Joker as the villains. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel like the Joker is going to be in the mix there somewhere. Right. I, one other thing I, I want to point point out before we move on from this is mm-hmm. just I think it's very interesting that now uh, in the comic books and in various uh, TV movie universes and stuff, mm-hmm. Metropolis and Gotham City have always been pretty close. A lot of times they're on opposite sides of a fictional state they make up for the right. comics called New Troy. Uh, but in, in the movies, they're going to have them like right across the bay from each other, like basically the difference between Oakland and San Francisco. That's awesome. Which, which it will provide a whole new dynamic, I think. Mm-hmm. And also kind of makes the whole Batman shining the bat signal up in the sky makes sense because before uh, when they had the little teaser with it last mm-hmm. summer, I, I was like, okay, well, they're just doing it to illum- illuminate Superman or whatever in the mm-hmm. sky. But no, I, I have a feeling that Batman shining up in the air to be like, hey, Supes, I'm over here on the other side of the bay. Why don't you come over and have a talk with me? Yeah. But he's all armored up, so I'm sure it won't just be a talk. Probably not. Um, Wynn says that although it looks like yet another film where the musical soundtrack is too overdriven and drowns out the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah, they, that definitely does. But it, it, it's, it's very kind of epic, kind of pumping music. But I mean, that's kind of appropriate for this epic big movie too. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm I'm predicting this movie is going to be like. Well, it's definitely going to be the highest grossing film of all time. Like, I think it might be the first film to hit two billion dollars just because oh, these hi. characters are so recognizable mm-hmm. the world both, over, yeah. and international box office is so important these days uh, that I I, th- I think it's going to do pretty good pretty good uh, so what, what what's our next story here yes next up more Batfleck more Batfleck just a little bit uh, yeah uh, they announced at Comic Con that Ben Affleck is going to co-write direct and star in <laughs> a solo Batman fil- flick called The Batman uh, which is a fun title that is a bat- fun fun bat title so okay so this is, is he'll the- also be uh, co-writing it with Jeff Johns from DC by right, the way so that that's really what the squealing was about yeah um, so this is like after the Batman movie that's already in production no this is the Batman movie that's already that's in production okay because there wasn't uh, this This is the the, the standalone yeah this is the standalone <gasps> okay see little Anne-Marie Land over here mm. was like okay so there's su- Batman versus Superman there's a Batman movie then there's Another Batman movie? I don't know. Okay, now I get it. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be sometime after 2017's Justice League Part 1. Okay. Uh, but uh, they, they don't, I don't think they have an exact uh, date yet. Mm. Uh, but it, yeah, he's going to be co-writing it with Jeff Johns, which uh, Jeff Johns, if, if you want some context, uh, Gotham-related context, uh, Jeff Johns is the guy who wrote the Batman Earth-1 graphic novel, mm-hmm. which uh, Gotham's version of Alfred is very mm. heavily based on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so if, if you had any uh, questions about his bona fides, yeah. uh, if you like Alfred on Gotham, you'll, like, uh, you'll, you'll like probably like this solo Batman and, I mean, we all know that Affleck actually has some writing chops since that's mm. sort of where he, we, he came from. We all know writing. that Affleck is actually Batman. He is actually Batman, yes. He, the glowing eyes mas- and everything. Yeah, he's been masquerading as actor Ben Affleck for years, but he's actually the Batman. I wonder if his divorce will fuel this at all. I don't know. I'm just saying. I can't, I can't speak to that. Neither can I. I'm just speculating. What Another little fun uh, Bat-related moment from Comic-Con, uh, also Gotham-related moment, Gotham. is that uh, there was a me- 
reading of Catwoman. Uh, not much to say about it, but uh, Cameron, Catwoman uh, and Catgirl, Catwoman. and uh, Julie Newmar, the original Batman 66 Catwoman, met up at Comic-Con. And they both look great. Mm-hmm, definitely. They it, both look great. They have so, Actually, they have the same color eyes, which yeah, is Yeah, somebody was pointing out, I was reading the comments on it, and they're like, they look related mm-hmm. which so that just means you know they, they could be casting. like a great grandma and grand which means they could there. bring her on for mm-hmm. some sort of a backstory which means it might be true they might be grandmother and granddaughter in real life no 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 but i would like that for her backstory to bring like uh bring julie it. newmar on and michelle pfeiffer is the mother Ooh. or something like because cameron yeah. looks a lot like michelle pfeiffer too uh-huh i've seen that but like there's a side by side and i'm like yeah okay this works like mm-hmm. The, this is the clear vision of what Catwoman looks like in all heads. Definitely. And I'm sure some of that that was uh, intentional. I'm sure intentional. to make that connection for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's not Numar, says Bobby. Uh, that No, that was no. Numar. was somebody else. Wasn't that Numar? No, I didn't. That's Lee Mary. Oh, okay. That's oh. Lee Merriweather. Okay. Lies. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so that that's uh, Lee Mer- Merriweather, who was, I believe, uh, in the, the movie version, right? Hold on. Now I have to check. No, to the Googles. Let's see. What's next while you're Googling over there? Oh. This is called me Googling. I like that we're watching you Google too. That's the best part. I love the camera. It makes you like, it's like we're in your head. In my head. Oh uh, yeah. She, she played Catwoman and Batman the movie uh, uh, for the record. Yeah. You can it. see right there. Uh, Batman the movie. Sorry so about sorry. that. Like I sent, I sent the picture to the email over uh-huh. the weekend and then I didn't look at it again until just now. <laughs> So that, that's my bad for uh, being ill-prepared and everything. But something we have up over here over on the uh, the Gotham subreddit over on Reddit, which probably uh, going the way of the dodo, yes. is someone went ahead and collected a bunch of videos and stuff from uh, season uh, two filming of Gotham. Like you see here, Jim can direct your traffic, yelling a little bit. Hold on, let me, let me turn this down a little bit here. Yeah, but a little bit of uh, Jim direct, directing traffic. And then there there was one, let's see if I can find it here, that I thought was very interesting, uh, showing it, showcasing a villain, if I, if I if can If you can look. find the right one. Like, I didn't go through and click them all because there were so mm. many. Yeah, but there there's just a ton. There's, like, this, this 20. Guy, this guy, like, lives right by where they're doing it and everything. So he, he's he's been capturing a ton of footage. There's pictures mm-hmm. of, uh, of Jerome, uh, like, right outside of, like, a, a school bus, which looks like the same school bus as they were using to uh take part- cat girl off up the yeah take cat girl up the river and everything uh yeah there's a school bus right there i'm trying to find the picture of jerome good luck yeah there's some uh, cop cars and stuff but yeah and he's going to be keeping this thread updated while they're doing all the shootings so if you want to pick that out in the show notes uh th- that would be highly recommended if you want to keep up to date on the latest set spoilers Speaking of set spoilers, mm-hmm. next up we have a shot from Danny Cannon of the cave. Well, the stairs of the cave. <laughs> oh yes, uh, Bobby says full frontal googling. Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, this is a uh, from from the the bottom half of the cave. We've seen we've seen some of it. Seen from the- but uh, yeah, this is uh, this was from the fir- their first day shooting in in the Bat Cave or the Thomas Wayne Cave as the, the case Thomas name. Wayne Cave, yeah. the Wayne Cave. The, the Stoic Cave. The, yeah, I was going to say the Stoic. The Stoic Cave. Oh, and there's also this uh, video here. We thought we'd just point out to you guys real quick. It's basically, it, it goes through and shows how they do all of the VFX on Gotham. Which is awesome. Which, which is fun. Like all, all the CG kind of scenery and stuff. And like some of these shots I thought were... were Real. Yeah, we're real, like they because they went and did like a helicopter tracking and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing. Maybe I mean they're pulling real elements. They're yeah. not creating the buildings; they're just inserting them. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, and obviously they aren't going to have her on top of a building. Yeah, but it, it's crazy the amount of VFX works that goes that work yeah. that goes into almost every shot of this show, and yeah. uh, it, no wonder they had to take so many breaks over the course. Well, of Well, so uh, many breaks in the fact that they started filming at the beginning of July and they don't start mm-hmm. airing. Well, that's the next thing but until you, September twenty first. <laughs> but you know, they they shoot the entire episode and they only have half a, half an episode because they have to CGI everything yeah. for it. So okay, and uh, last but not least, uh, we'll go ahead and close out. They, they have announced the official premiere date and the official description. You want to go ahead and read those for us, yep. Marie? Um, as I just said, they will be premiering on September twenty first with a full twenty. To episode season. Um, the official description is the stakes are higher than ever as Gotham explores the origin stories of some of the most ambitious and depraved supervillains, including the Riddler, the Joker, and Mr. Freeze. And Bruce Wayne uncovers more secrets from his father's past. I like that we have Riddler um, higher billing. There. Higher billing, yeah. Yeah, because uh, w- based on previous interviews from the creators and everything, mm-hmm. we were expecting the Riddler to show up in season three as the main threat. But no, it seems like they're kind of going to push him up to the front of the line and have him face off with the Joker for dominance in Gotham. Good. Which is cool. Good. I like it. Yeah, people are like, yeah, you can't introduce this many villains. I say the more villains, the better. Like, if we get to the season two finale and there's like 30 Batman villains I'm cool with that. and Bruce Wayne and the ski mask going up against them. I'll be super happy. Yep. Super duper happy. Okay, well, we have some feedback and stuff here in a minute, but you want to uh, tell them about our Patreon real quick. Yeah, Andrew. hey, we have this thing. It's called a Patreon where you can help contribute to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Currently, we are producing three weekly podcasts, um, Legends of Gotham, Greetings from Storybook, and Universe Box, where we talk about all sorts of different stories um, and videos and the such. Um, and the things. And the things and the stuff and the junk. And you can make a monthly donation at patreon.com slash universe box. Um, you can start at 10 cents. I'm pretty sure we only need a dollar to unlock our next uh, milestone, though. So Yeah, which that. is a bi-weekly movie commentaries for our patrons and eventually uh, going out as its own podcast. Yes. But, uh, um, yeah, we're one dollar. We have thirty-one patrons. Uh, we're at one hundred ninety-nine dollars. Two hundred dollars will unlock the next level, which is uh, the bi-weekly moving commentaries. Which I'm sure we'll do some bat films. Oh, I'm for. sure we will. I'm sure we will. Um, but we also have a bunch of rewards. You know, we'll sing you a song, draw you an awful picture. Um, mm. We'll do a special podcast just for you. Yeah. Um, there's many things we're going to be looking into buying some. Uh, some tchotchkes, some stickers, stickers some little postcards. postcards. Stuff like that. You know, just because who doesn't like swag? I like swag. I want. Everybody I want. Likes I need swag. things like to have around me. I need to surround myself. With I want my a whole things. bag full of swag. 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 Yeah, let's try that. Swag. Um, but if you'd like to support us, please go to Patreon.com/slash/UniverseBox. And if you can't commit to a monthly donation, um, go ahead to our YouTube. It should. Be he no other side, other side. side over here. There should be a support this channel mm-hmm. uh, button where you can make a one time donation, and that'll go towards all of our <laughs> goals and milestones and things. Yes, and we, and we would definitely appreciate any help you could give us towards that, so we can continue to grow and give you more content. Exactly. Oh, and I know that you know it's been mentioned many times all over the internet in the past twenty four hours. Lost. We want to do a lost podcast. We are $101 away from hitting that Lost mm-hmm. podcast. So and we have said that if we hit that that goal and it, it comes, backs down, it comes back down, we're still going to do it. the podcast. Yeah, so. it's still happening. So, so if, there, if there's someone out there who really wants a Lost podcast, 
and has, you know, 50 bucks to throw down at it once. Mm-hmm. You can make it happen. You can make it happen. Okay, we'll wrap up here with some uh, feedback from our listeners. As always, you can email us uh, every week, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash legendsofgotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. By the way, if you have any thoughts on Tim Burton's Batman... Go ahead and send them in for next oh, week. Oh, yeah, we'll send those in. On our special episode with Jared Joseph. But uh, Oh, and one more thing before you start playing things. Okay. Um, We'll be getting a P.O. Box soon or yes. probably in the next two weeks or so. Yeah, because we, we, we're behind we've had on people that. asking. The uh, whole moving thing. It'll all right, but we weeks. have a few voicemails here. Uh, yep. First up, uh, as usual, Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, Bill and Amory's Bobby. Hey. Hey. Uh, from the news I've been hearing, it seems like Gotham's going to double down next season on the Batman criminals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just wondering what you guys thought about that decision, uh, decision, whether it's a good idea, bad idea. Uh, Ironically, we just went into that. We just talked about um, that. It's like, Bobby, I seem to here. remember that they were, uh, they had stated they weren't really going to go this way uh, when the show started, but it would seem that with the popularity of certain aspects of the first season that, you know, that's why they're going down this road. Uh, beyond that, I was wondering what, and, uh, well, actually, w- with all these criminals coming to town, uh, it would seem to me they need some really good cops on the force. So uh, where the <laughs> hell are Montoya and, and Al? Yes. Mont- Montoya and Al. Allen. <laughs> there we go. Montoya and Allen, yes. You need, you need, need the MCU back. in there. You They're need, the major crimes. You unit. really do need the MCU. With all these supervillains, there's mm-hmm. going to be some major crimes going on. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Hey, we'll save that question for John Stevens. <laughs> um, beyond that, I was wondering what you guys were most anticipating for season two. Um, for me, it's either what the hell is going on with Barbara <laughs> or uh, probably my most anticipated is the last few uh, seconds of the last season. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on? Uh, in the Batcave, you know? Right. Did uh, Bruce's father have things going on in the past? Was he some sort of proto-Batman? Uh, that's that's what I'm most excited for. And I want to hear what you guys are most excited for. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. And welcome to Orlando. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it, you. It, it, I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, we are recording from our new studio in Orlando. So, uh, so here we are. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, no, but definitely the cave is a big one. For the sure. cave. What, what's your biggest... <sighs> Amory. I mean, there's a lot of big things. Like, I, I want to see the penguin knock down a peg. Uh-huh. Because um, it feels like, and this is going to sound crazy, it feels like it was too easy mm-hmm. for him to become the king of Batman. or The king of Batman. Stop it. I'm um, the king of Gotham. The, the king of Gotham. <laughs> um, but Barbara, really, like, I know you had been like, maybe she's dead. Nope. No, nope, girls everywhere. Uh, oh, Home girl is everywhere. There are actually there are pictures of her on set in like red gloves, like I believe Ooh. in the same vicinity as Jerome coming off the bus. So. Oh, so excited! So um, I kind of think Barbara. Barbara? I kind of think Barbara. Mm-hmm. As for me, I well uh, the the Bruce Wayne storyline is is a big uh, latch on for me. I like I'm super excited about it, but I think I'm more excited about to see how they handle Jerome because right. it's going to be a very controversial character. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people out there who just haven't been able to let 
or get Let past the, the, the Heath Ledger version of the Joker. They they, they kind of have this mental... I love the Heath Ledger version, yeah. but they have this mental block that, like, there can be no other Joker. No other Joker is good enough. I'm super excited to get the origin, because I, I, I view Gotham in a lot of ways as a, a modern, uh, a stylistically modern prequel mm-hmm. uh, to the Batman 66 series, and so I, I'm kind of interested to see how that... I So I'm imagining Jerome's origin story to be that Joker's, the Cesar Romero Mm -hmm. Joker's origin story. So I'm interested to see how that guy got put together. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one of those things, like, I'm just excited to see new takes on things, too. Like, because, I mean, we've had, like, the the Killing Joke Joker origin, which has kind of been the de facto origin for 30 years, and the the whole Red Hood element, which has been the de facto origin since the 40s. Right. And obviously they're not going to be able to do either of those, at least uh, precisely or anything. So, so uh, I, th- I think it'll be very interesting to to uh, to see for sure. Amory, you can uh, go ahead and uh, duck out there for a second Sorry. if you need to. I think I hear somebody at the door or something. Oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next up is uh, Lauren, who went to a San Diego Comic-Con and actually got to go to uh, the, uh, the DC TV uh, panel at Comic-Con. So uh, take it away, Lauren. Hey, Legends of Gotham. This is Lauren Galloway from the Flash Podcast. And I just wanted to call in just a quick message to say that seeing the cast of Gotham at Comic-Con was was an absolute treat and a a highlight. Just to see them all up on stage talking about the next season. Um, Mm -hmm. Some notable things that happened. You can definitely tell that Alfred and Young Bruce have an incredible relationship with each other on screen and off. Oh, yeah, they're buddies. Uh, It was also great to see Ben McKenzie and hear him talking about Gordon's kind of the rise of of Detective Gordon in season two and how Bullock really has to decide if he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy. Um, It was also great, the actor who was potentially playing the Joker, you guys may have seen this online, but he (laughs) crashed the panel right in the middle of a a fan question. He grabbed the mic and security had to drag him out of there. And that was was just really cool to see. Um, And the footage for season two looks great. They kept using the phrase, the season two of Gotham is rise of the villains. See, I didn't know they had footage there was footage there was footage Grr. i don't think it's been leaked or anything the clip that they showed definitely looked like tigress uh busting into arkham asylum and taking it over so a lot of really exciting See, footage great energy from the cast great charisma and uh definitely looking forward to season two Thank you very much, Lauren. I uh, and yeah, uh, Lauren, a uh, constant uh, guest over there. Uh, or I, I believe I she's, she's an official co-host. co-host over on our sister podcast, the Flash Podcast. How has this not leaked? Yeah, I Any know. Footage uh, keep. I, I'm going to play. A, we have a voicemail from Rebecca Johnson that I'll play. But go ahead and k- keep looking for that and put it in the doc if you're fine. What's up, Legends of Gotham? This is Rebecca Johnson. I was just uh, going to call in and say how surprised I was that. Erin Richards looks like she was hanging out at San Diego Comic-Con mm-hmm. and promoting Gotham for season two. So I guess that answers our question about what happened to Barbara <laughs> in the season finale. I guess she's okay. I guess she's going to recover from her, her big throwdown with Leslie. So uh, I just wanted to know what you guys think Barbara will be doing in season two. Do you have any speculation? Looking forward to new episodes of Legends of Gotham. She going to cut somebody. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, but I, my, my personal theory is I, I don't think she's going to become Gotham, Gotham's version of Harley Quinn. I think she's going to become the, the girl that makes Jerome fall in love with 
a girl like Harley Quinn. Like, I, I, I think she's going to uh, be introduced uh, to Jerome, and he's going to develop some sort of infatuation with her or something like that. Yeah. And she's going to become his type. And so when he meets Harley down the line, he's, he's going to be into Harley. So you haven't found it yet? I have found nothing. That's a shame. That's, that's crazy. A- okay, first of all, that that's mm. the first we've heard of it. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? I don't know. I'll have to... Talk to some people I know in the promotions uh, yeah. department and see if we can find something. Oh, about seriously? Later. Because like the is this the Gotham Channel? Because if it is, I'm really disappointed in it. But no, I, there's. Yeah, hopefully we can find that clip though for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, sorry, let's see sorry. Yeah. Oh no, it's cool. You want uh, me to read something? Yeah, you want to read this letter from Troy? Sure, this letter from Troy. All right, hi. I just discovered your show through the DC TV podcast family. Whoop whoop. Um, and I wanted to tell you how much I appreciate all your work. I'm a truck driver and I have a lot of time on my hands behind the wheel. And listening to you guys talking about all the geeky things I love <laughs> really helps make every trip infinitely more enjoyable. Oh. Well, thank you. Very much. Um, thanks so much for all your hard work, your insights into the show, your critiques, insights, and theories. It's yummy candy for my brain. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I have some speculation of my own with the introduction of Scarecrow and Black Mask being a story told through the actions of their fathers. I wonder if somehow Bruce's origin as Batman is going to be a journey through Thomas Wayne's actions. We kind I, of, yeah. Yeah, I can, t- I can totally see that. I, not not the the least of which uh, the reasons I, th- I think you're right on that is because of Jeff Johns' involvement in the inception of mm-hmm. the show. Because Jeff Johns, if you've never read any of his comics, that father-son dynamic and everything, that's something that, yeah, almost a, like anytime he goes into revamp a hero, he introduces that to it. Nice. So, yeah, he, he's big issues. on the, yeah, the daddy issues. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, he found the secret cave. He's learning that his father had a secret life. Lucius Fox told him that his father lived two lives. Everything we know about Thomas Wayne so far perfectly echoes what we know about an adult Batman. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Thomas Wayne, secret vigilante billionaire. I think there might be shades of flashpoint. Thomas Wayne is Batman mixed with the comics court of owl story. Thanks so much for everything. Thank you, Aww, Troy. Thank you, Troy. And uh, just to clarify what he means there, uh, the flashpoint, Thomas Wayne, uh, they, there was flash went into this alternate universe Mm-hmm. And in that alternate universe, Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. was the one who died in the alley that night. Oh. And so Thomas Wayne became Batman, kind of a more corruptible Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he he basically, they own casinos mm-hmm. and everything else. And he was, a lot of his Batmaning was protecting those casinos. Uh-huh. But he often f- faced off against the Joker, who was Martha Wayne. Oh. Martha Wayne was the Joker in that universe. So I could I could definitely see something like that. Like, I, w- I, I really hope they're going to make uh, Thomas Wayne the first Batman, because that's a, a comic or a concept right out of the Silver Age comics. Uh-huh. And I, I would just love to see it in, in the show. That sounds pretty cool, actually. Definitely. Uh, but How is there nothing here? <laughs> like, all of their comic, and I'm like, I don't care about Family Guy and Simpsons last man on earth whatever <laughs> bob's burgers i've never even heard of that no gotham preview clips yet okay and we'll wrap up here with this uh, uh marco vargas uh, posted in the google plus event for tonight's uh episode uh that the new batman versus superman preview is so freaking awesome i'm so glad to finally get to see uh goggles batman in a movie goggles batman yeah yeah they have uh, they, uh um <laughs> no <laughs> I, I, I believe he's referencing uh, the the, or at least it was one of my favorite parts, uh, the Desert Batman scene. Uh, okay. But he could also be referencing the armored Batman that we see. Okay. Uh, with the glowing eyes and everything. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, it, it should be pretty good. Should be pretty good. Yeah, uh, just a quick reminder: if you uh, if you donated in our fundraiser a couple months back, we're going to yes. be playing a vi- video from Rebecca right after we wrap up here. That'll tell you if you won or not, right? Uh, so you can claim your prize. But uh, Amory, I, I don't think you're going to be able to find that. So uh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm looking away. Online? I'm looking away. You can find me online at, um, on Twitter at amd simone, and I'm over on Vote at UB Amory. Yes, I and you'll be a mod as soon as we get that figured out. As soon as they'll let me. Clear the link. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com and hey, why don't you check out my superhero stories that I wrote, Dogboy Adventures at dogboyadventures.com uh, They're prose books. You'll probably like them. They're fun. I, actually, I've got several reviews over the past couple weeks uh, that really? mentioned that they feel like reading a comic book, <gasps> which I, 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 was, hey. I was very happy to hear that. So Nice. That, yeah, yeah. So it should be good. should be good. And like I said, we'll be back uh, next week with Jared Joseph from the 100, Once Upon a Time, Wayward Pines, Mistresses, which I've never heard of before. Mistresses. Uh, but but uh, we'll, we'll be back ve- uh, talking about uh, Tim Burton's Batman, Batman yes. and uh, more about the Batman v Superman Suicide Squad uh, combo bundle we got at Comic-Con. But I guess that about does it. Join us next time, time for more Legends of Gotham. I'll show in Marie real quick so she can Hey everybody, it's Rebecca from Supergirl Radio, and I'm going to be doing the raffle for our DCTV Podcast Cancer Research Fundraiser. So for anybody who donated to our cause, the Winship Cancer Institute, your name was put in this hat. Now this hat is actually what's called a cancer cap, and it's one that I wore. It was my favorite one that I wore during my cancer treatment when I lost my hair. So I thought it was appropriate to put all of the names in this hat. So I'm shuffling them around. So I've got a couple of things that we're going to give away. The first item is this Batman comic. It's a special 75th anniversary edition from the Batman exhibit, the Warner Brothers Studio Tour. And so I'm going to give that away and maybe a few cool things back here as well. So the winner of the 75th anniversary Batman comic from the Warner Brothers Studio Tour is Morgan Glennon. So I don't know if you can see that. So Morgan, I'm going to send you this in the mail. So please send us your information at dctvpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to shuffle it up a little more. We asked our friend and listener, Chris Barnes, if he would draw us some art to represent some of the shows that we cover to give away. And he sent us some cool things. He sent us this Flash, Reverse Flash artwork there. And for Arrow fans, he sent us this Oliver Queen Green Arrow. And he also sent us some cool Supergirl artwork. So, initially, I was just going to give these away as separate items, but I thought it was too cool not to give them away together because they should go in the same collection. So, we're going to give away Chris Barnes' artwork now, and you can check him out at the mightycrispy.blogspot.ca. Check out his stuff. All right, giving away Chris Barnes' 
customized art. And the winner of this is Matthew Moore. So Matthew, if you would send us your information, your address to dctvpodcasts at gmail.com, we will send you that cool art. I went to Walker Stalker Con and found some people who donated some autographs for us. So we're going to give those away as our last big prize. So the first autograph we're going to give away is this signed picture of Laura Vandervoort's Supergirl. So I can, t- I can attest to the fact that this was signed in front of me. It is the real deal. It's not some fake signature. Um, I actually spoke to Laura and told her about the fundraiser that we did and how proud I was of everyone who donated. All right. Shuffling it up some more. All right. The winner of the Laura Vandervoort autographed signature... is Sam McDonald. Sam, please send us your address at dctvpodcast at gmail.com and we will send you the Laura Van Voort autograph. The last item that I have to give away for the DCTV Podcast Cancer Research Fundraiser is this autographed picture of Oswald Cobblepot signed by Robin Lord Taylor from Fox's Gotham. So this is another one I can attest to speaking with Robin, telling him about the fundraiser. And so this is the real deal. So we're going to give this away. All right. Shaking up the cancer cap. Shuffling it up. All right. Last winner for the Robin Lord Taylor autograph is Michael Poteet. Michael Please send us your information, your address at dctvpodcasts with an S at gmail.com, and I will send you this Robin Lord Taylor autograph. Well, guys, that's it. That's what we've got to give away for our raffle. Thank you so much for donating, and I am so excited for you guys to get these items, and maybe we can do it again sometime.